3: Kind of dumb with a finger and her thumb and the shape of an L on her forehead Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running Kidn't make sense not to live for fun Your brain gets smart but your head gets dumb So much to do, so much to see So what's wrong with taking in the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go You'll never shine if you don't glow hey, now, you're
2: shooting stars break the mold folks this is so bad it's good with ryan bailey i am ryan bailey it is monday it is july 5th yeah this is a new episode this is how serious i take this i i am recording right now on eleven o five p.m on july 4th yeah i'm tipsy so what right i gotta tell you a story though you guys let's get into this how by the way the weekend right was it crazy did you guys party really hard on sunday night Are you like hurting right now? Well, I hope that that mashup uh, did did you good. Uh, It might have just been noise, but to me, it's beautiful noise. There, do you guys know Weedus the the teenage dirtbag song? That's a part of that mashup right there. I'm gonna play. I usually do a segment. Oh gosh, a year ago, during the pandemic, called So Sad It's Good, and I would play a sad song at the end of every episode. Because I gotta say, I don't know if you guys are like me, sad songs mean so much. Sometimes you just want to feel sad. There's two types of sadness too. I think there's like the sadness that you can enjoy, and I know that sounds disturbing, but there is sadness you can enjoy, and there's sadness that's just sad, you know, and you can't get out of it, and sad music isn't going to help it. But there is an element to I don't that sounds so weird. But there is a w- when you can control it, there can be enjoyment out of sadness, or enjoyment out of a sad song. And I used to highlight sad songs. In fact, you can find the playlist so sad, it's good on Spotify. And so many listeners, I think it's like up to 300 songs, you can actually add to it. I made it so people can add to it. I God, I forgot I did this. But there are so many sad songs that listeners have added to this list over the last year, and it's it's pretty magnificent. And uh, you can p- pretty much only handle like four songs until you get super sad. But still, for that four songs, it's amazing. And we all, I mean, to me, music makes sadness sometimes fun. You know, so I'm going to play a, uh, a cover of that weediest Teenage bag at the very end of the show. I've played this before, but I know we have a lot of new listeners. So I want to do the show sad it's good just, uh, you know, for the 5th of July, you know, just to celebrate. Um, I have a story to tell you about my 4th of July. It wasn't anything. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, I I went out and it was just crazy. It was like Pulp Fiction. No, I hung out with my parents, you guys. as, as Like, that is really becoming my thing. Now it's like my parents and me. I'm in some kind of weird, like, comedy from the 80s where I'm like just the guy that hangs out with his parents now. It's like Weekend at Bernie's, but I'm the dead guy and my parents just take me everywhere it's weird. It's very weird. And it's like, this is my lot in life. This is what I get for not having a successful relationship at this point. I just get to hang out with my parents all the time. And by the way, my parents are awesome. You guys know my parents are awesome. But at the same time, it is that thing of, uh, you know, you you guys know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. So I hope you guys had a great weekend. I hope you had a great uh, Fourth of July with family and friends. It was so nice to see... Um, the fireworks. We, we watch them from my sister's pool because I'm house-sitting. But I do want to talk to my dog friends out there, my dog and my animal friends. Uh, hi, guys. How are you? Thank you so much for listening. I don't think it's even your choice. Uh, you guys usually don't get to choose what you listen to or watch. But hopefully, um, you, my dog, and animal friends uh, have enjoyed what your uh, owners have played for you guys. I just want to apologize on behalf of all of us. I like the fireworks, but I could take it or leave it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could watch it on TV. It's not a big deal. I see how much it scares you guys. It breaks my heart. I have a dog myself. She's with my ex, and I know it really scared the crap out of her every year, and that is just so sad. So I know what you guys have gone through. You guys are tense today, but just know it is pretty much over, unless you live in a major city and then just jackasses want to keep lighting up loud things for the next month. I don't get it though. Like really, like loud noises. Like I, because you start hearing them before the sun goes down, and you're like, that's just for the noise. Like that's. I mean, is that what we're excited about? Is I'm trying to understand. Is that it? Is just the noise? the noise is what we dig right like is that what we're going for because then you're just like this is silly this is like an engine backfiring and you're like yay that's weird it's weird so my dog and animal friends i get it i want you to know we all love you we ache for you we hope you have thunder vests or something and by the way i and my my dog and animal friends I just have recently, if you followed the pod, I got uh, a weighted blanket for Christmas. So I understand what those thunder vests can do. They're amazing. But I do understand that we have not done enough for you. We let these fireworks scare the living bejesus out of you. And we know it. And we're so sorry. And we hope you can forgive us. And today is a new day. So let us start fresh, my animal friends. And I just wanted to apologize from everybody over here. It's so bad, it's good that we are with you, and we salute you. Okay, on with the show. Um, <laughs> so let's see here. Uh, where do I start? Because so I did Sophie. I, I did a you know our normal Monday pop culture roundup with Sophie Ross, and we recorded this around six p.m. on the fourth of July. And my parents were already over here, so we were in full effect already. So I'm going to try to do this as quick as possible, get to the interview as quick as possible. We'll get in and out. This is going to be a great Monday episode for you guys, but no skin out of your teeth. We're going to get in deeper into all of these topics the rest of the week. Um, I am so doggone tired. I am bone tired. It is one of those things where I was looking at the computer of like, oh my God, do I have to do this? But I love you guys. It's like not a thing. It's just the, the, the thing that sucks. Is I'm a one man band, so I edit it, and then I have to like. You know what's the worst part of all this? You guys don't get it, in the sense that I ed- so I I I uh, process the audio, have to put it through a sound processor. I get that file back, then I have to upload it to the thing that iHeart uh, uploads to. And then I have to type out all the stuff and like the page, like the keyword tags. So like at the very last step, I have to type in like Real Houses in New York, Real Houses at Beverly Hills, Chris Jenner, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West. Because I guess, you know, those are the things, the search titles, but I don't even know if that even works. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I just be typing these words and it does not matter at all, at all. It's It's potentially ridiculous. But I do that. And that's that's the thing that's just not fun when you're like typing up a description of what you just talked about and you're having to type it up and go like, this is literally the silliest job I've ever had. And I've I've worked at a movie theater. I've worked at a spa. I worked at a day spa, you guys, where my unofficial job was to make sure guys didn't hook up with other guys. Like it was a fancy spa in Hollywood. And my job was like a spa cop where I had to go there and pass out towels and waters, but make sure guys didn't blow other guys in the steam room. That was my first job out of college. And me and my other friends, and it's so funny, we all started off there. And it was like me my buddy Nick my buddy Pat my buddy Rich and Nick now is a producer over on American Dad that cartoon Pat is a, a an actor for Madman owns a business Rich is like a Bitcoin millionaire like we've all and I have my podcaster but we all started off as making sure guys didn't blow other guys in the steam room and it was the weirdest job I've ever had but also a really fun job and you could get tipped you would walk with like two hundred dollars in cash tips. The ladies in the female spa, the attendants over there, they didn't get tip shit because women weren't trying to do shit with women over there. And this was like what? Like I want to like re- this was an upscale spa, so I saw shit that was wild. I would see guys leave their wives at the front desk and go back, and it was like a circus for them. I, I, it was the bizarriest thing. And and just imagine me in innocent coming out of Arizona state university. And let me tell you, Arizona state university party school. Yes. Your boy, Ryan didn't even drink during college. I was a nerd that did theater. You're like, no, I knew that, but no, let me remind you. I was a, I went to a party school and didn't party. That's how big of a loser I was. Okay. So I go to this, I'm like, what people are like, cause my, my head, I'm like, why don't you just go to your bedroom and hook up? Why do you have to do it at a spot like I I had no clue, but that was my first job. So I am uh, I'm I'm used to bad gigs, but it is hard at the end of the night to type out all of the crap that you've talked about and you realize you're just talking about gossip that you've been reading about in Us Weekly for the last 20 years, you know, Um, but I needed to let you know about my folks. So Bill and Becky Bailey, they've been on the podcast a lot. Um, I have seen them a lot uh, in this last year because uh, I'm pod focused, so I can do the podcast anyway. I'm going back to LA uh, here in a sec, and uh, but I've been in Arizona the last week, house sitting my sister's house, and I got to see my best friend from high school, Dusty, who was out here with his husband, and had a really uh, uh, I don't know, I, we ha- we had a really good hangout session last night. But it is one of those things where as you get older, and you guys will see this, you just have those moments with your friends where it is just not memory lane, but you speak in a shorthand. So you cover years of information in the span of a night. And it's not like I haven't seen this dude in a while. Like we we, we talk, and, you know, it's like he's like an every couple months I check in kind of person, but he's like my best friend. He's been my best friend since high school. He always will be. But you cover so much and you can kind of get to the core of each other really quickly. Like he knows if I'm not doing good, he can call it out. He know, And and it is funny having to explain the podcast to your friend, you know, because they're just like, I don't fully understand it. I've listened to it at a time and I just have no clue what you're talking about. That is really the rap I get from a lot of my friends, which is totally fine. So I was hung over as uh, just uh, just Evilly hungover. The evilly is not even a word, but evil hungover is what I'm going for. So it was one of those things I wake up on Sunday this morning and I'm just like, I want to die. Like I just have no will to live. You guys have been there, right? And uh I just I can't imma- I can't imagine and I know my parents are gonna come over for the fourth of July. And then it's like when it's just three, it's just your mom, dad, and you, you have to like really heavy lift it's like my sister's not here, my niece and nephew aren't here. Like it's usually shared family time. But when it's just me, that's a lot of weight, right? That's like, I got to really, I got to bring it. I got to bring it. Because you got to make sure you're, you're giving them the entertainment. Yeah, you know. And so they come over and my mom, You guys have heard her. My mom is just 90 miles an hour all the time. She always has a story. She's always telling you about this or that. And as she gets older, she has more stories. And I love it. I love her. I want to preface all of this that I love my mom very dearly. I'm a mommy's boy. I don't give a shit if that's nerdy or whatever. Um, But I am. Um, So she is a gin and tonic lady and a wine lady but she'll have like a glass or two of wine, but I've never seen her. I've seen her drunk maybe one time, and that was on my 30th birthday in Vegas, and she just got slammered on two-for-one drinks at the Imperial Palace. And to this day, she will not take the blame for it. She'll be like, that venue should not have given two for one drinks. That is insane. That is a not that's not a good business practice. And like, so she's like that kind of person of like, well, I don't know how I got drunk, but it must have been something to do with that business illegally giving me two for one drinks, that kind of jam, you know, so she has me make the the gin and tonics, and she's very, like, go put the Bombay Sapphire in, and I got this tonic water, and then put this spring of rosemary in. So I make my dad, me, and her these uh, gin and tonics, because she's making these crostini things that she will not shut up about, and she picked some kind of fruit that was supposed to be on the crostini, these little pears I don't anyways, and then she lost the fruit thing, so she was, it was just a whole mess, so I make her a drink, she loves it, My dad loves it. I love it. And I'm just, you know, trying to get the will to live. And uh, I know I still have to podcast. So it's like already the weight of the world is hanging on me. So we get in the pool and I don't know when Sophie's going to call to do this. So I'm like, okay, I got an hour of pool time. And my mom is monologuing. I call it the vagina monologues because it's my mom. And uh, she talks the whole time. And so me and my dad are in there. She wants me to make her another, um, Bombay, Sapphire and Tonic. I'm like, cool. I make it. And then finally, this is like an hour and a half in. Sophie says, let's let's pod. So I go into the other room and I said, guys, I'm going to be gone for like an hour and 15. They're like, great. Then we're going to make the steak afterwards. That sounds great. And I go, perfect. I finish with Sophie. And so just so you know, you'll hear the interview. I'm a little tipsy in the interview. And you even hear my dad come in at the end and say hi to everybody. And then after that, I put the equipment away, I go out to the pool, and my mom is like, yay, we had the best time. And I, at, at first, I just thought, my mom's having a really good time, cool. But then I get in the pool, and I realize my mom is hammered. Like, I, my mom is like, give me the ball, I want to play pool vol. I want to play pool basketball. Like, she's... She's like, give me the ball. And then she's telling me stories about high school with like her. Um, she's like, I, I was made to join the female basketball team and my teacher had a fake leg and how like, and I was always scared that they were going to give me the ball, like deep shit. Like, I was like, what, what are we talking about? Like, I was trying to catch up to it. Cause I just talked to Sophie and then my dad's like looking at me like, Hey, she, she's uh she's doing her thing, you know? Like, and I'm like oh shit. And then <laughs> we, she was just, <laughs> she was on. And she, I think also the, when I knew she told me that she was making this potato salad, but just with potatoes and no mayonnaise. And so I'm like, okay, I don't really care. i mean, like potatoes. Cool. Right. We all like potatoes. And then she said it once. Okay, fine. Great. Then I realized she said it again. And then I think it was the fifth time that she told me she was making these potatoes with mayonnaise that I realized, holy shit, my mom is hammered. And she was having the time of her life, but then she was like, we're having a great time here. She was like slurring like a sailor, and I'm just like, oh, shit. And then she's like, all I got to do is put the corn on the cob on And your dad's making steaks. I've designed it, so I just need to make the corn on the cob. And so she pulls herself out of the pool. And at this point, it's just funny, right? We're all just laughing, having a good time. It's fun to get a little buzzed around family. Remind you, it's just the three of us. She gets out of the pool, you guys. This poor woman tries to go to stand up, and she cannot stand up. I was seeing my mom on all fours trying to push herself up. And at first I was like, oh, okay, well, once, you know, like, uh, and then twice, and then third time, you guys, she like, like ate it on the rocks and like, like hurt, like, not like hard, but hard enough where it cut her nose. And then it was like, I hop out of the pool, my dad hops and we were picking her up and she's, and my mom, this is like, I think I said last week that if there was a zombie apocalypse, I would just let the zombies eat me. Like, I would just give up immediately. I found out tonight that my mom would be the person that would fight the zombies. She would not. She would not go quietly into the night. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was like, leave me alone. I'll get up myself. I will get up myself. Like, it was. She was like, no. Give me that chair. I'll prop myself. I'm like, mom, you're drunk. No, I'll get up. No. I mean, like, it was. And then it just, but she wouldn't, like, I was like, mom, you're just drunk. It's fine. It's fine. It happens. No, no. Like, she's like, I do not lose control. I do not lose control. And it was, then it was just having to hover over her while she put the corn in the cob on the stove and she just kept, I can't believe it. I can't believe. And like, she was still drunk. And it was like that thing of how am I? All I'm gonna say though, is that you really have a peek into things to come. You're like, what? this is this is potentially like, you know what I'm saying? you are just like, it is interesting. And by the way, my mom is far from any kind of invalid. Any kind, like my mom is so full of life and amazing. But I will say, I was not ever um, watching over my mom how I was today. And it is just one of those things that is interesting to think about the dynamic of your parents watching you so closely as a kid. And eventually it might take that turn and your mom might fall down in in, after a pool party. And then, you know, and she, guys, she was wasted the whole night. Then we got back in the pool so she could watch the fireworks. And it is really charming, though, sometimes when my mom can like loose, let loose a little bit and she becomes like. Like a little girl, not a little, but like a teenage girl. You know what I'm saying? Like where she's just like, I love fireworks so much. They're so pretty. And you just kind of like think like, ah, there is that person in there that probably, you know, like, you know, you know how we all are. It is sometimes nice to remember that your parents were people as well. Um, So that is my 4th of July story. And I am on the tail end. I got my parents out of here. My dad texted me. They made it home okay. And my dad, but I will tell you too my dad like it was uh I think they got a little sexy while she was wasted and I don't mean like like sad but like he was like they got like a little flirty like my dad was like hey you know and I was like you forget that yeah like they obviously hooked up two times because they had me and my sister but then you just kind of like totally don't think about it because it's gross but uh, you know but you but then you realize that my mom was wasted and my dad was like I got you babe I got you and I was like what Hey, what's going it was like a little flirty and he was a little grabby with her He was like hey honk honk he didn't do honk honk but you know what i'm saying this probably bored the shit out of you guys it you, by the way this is why time stamps exist okay okay this is why time stamps exist So I'm just going to get right into this Sophie interview. I have a lot of things that we do not cover on this that I will cover in the Tuesday episode, but this is great. We go over Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh, Britney Spears, um, so many different topics. Uh, Roni, uh, we go over uh, the weekend dating Angelina Jolie, apparently. Uh, We go in so many different directions, but it's also just uh, fun to talk to Sophie. So I think you're going to have a blast with this. Like I said, this is not as put together as I would like as it normally is, but uh, I still think it's really fun. And I hope, uh, I don't know, I hope that story wasn't too stupid. Also, you guys, I'm on Cameo now. That is crazy. There is a website called Cameo where you do personal introductions and like birthday wishes and greetings and all of that stuff. Uh, They asked me to do it and I said yes, and I'm a very cheap price for it. I don't think I mean, if anybody would want a greeting from me when I get back to L.A., I'm going to do them in the Sur Alleyway and Dorit's room at Bucca de Beppo. I've done five so far, and I'm just shocked that I've done five. Um, but if anybody wants them, yeah, I would love to break up uh, for somebody through a cameo. I would love to celebrate a birthday, um, just uh, deliver some kind of bad news, anything. Uh, It is there. So please hire me for any kind of cameo wishes, any kind of birthday wishes. Like I said, I don't expect anybody to really need this or want this, but it's there if for some reason somebody does. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I hope you had the best day with family and friends. And we've got another full week ahead of us. And I can't wait to tell you about a couple of other things that uh, I can't get into right now. So, ladies and gentlemen, our Monday episode, our pop culture roundup with the one and only Sophie Ross. Oh, and one more thing. Uh, I will be doing an ad halfway through this episode. Uh, As you've heard the last couple of weeks, we have BetterHelp back with us this week. And uh, of course, there is going to be a 10% off if you use uh, the code SOBAD. That'll be in the commercial, but it's betterhelp.com forward slash so bad. And also uh HelloFresh. Uh I'm going to be getting their product soon. I will be doing uh, a cooking demonstration on my Instagram story. So get ready for that because I'm not much of a cooker, but it uh HelloFresh sounds like kind of like good. So I'm down to try it. But uh yeah, here we go. On with the show, Sophie Ross. Welcome to your Monday episode, one of the only podcasts that uh, says hey even though it's the fifth of July and that's usually kind of a work holiday, we still show up. We still show up to you for you so you can have a great week. Uh it is our Monday, it's our pop culture roundup, my favorite day of the week because we have the glorious, the seismic, the amazing. I feel like I'm introducing a wrestler now. Uh somebody coming from Ohio, weighing in at 108 pounds, the immutable, the amazing, the metaphorical, Sophie Ross. Sophie.
0: Oh my god, I love it! Thank you.
2: Seismic is a good way to describe somebody, right? Like a se- I love she, that. Yeah, she made a seismic shift in my life.
0: Oh, oh my god! Same,
2: likewise. <laughs> okay, wait. So you guys, we had uh, Amanda, Sophie's sister, on last week, and I'm proud to announce. Uh, Amanda has signed a one-year deal with Wondery uh, podcast. <laughs> She's doing it. They love oh her God, so it much. It
0: because after, so after we recorded, my mom reminded me of the embarrassing Amanda story I should have told.
2: Well, you can tell it right now. Wait, did your mom like <laughs> it, by the really, way? Oh, I'm no. worried if your mom liked it all week. Did she listen? I...
0: <laughs> no, yeah, she did like okay, it. Yeah, okay, of course.
2: Okay, okay. Um,
0: so basically, when Amanda was in... This will be quick, but I just have to tell it because I'll regret it, oh, no,
2: please tell all of it
0: so so when Amanda was like in high school and I was like in middle school because she was older, she like snuck out once to the parking lot, like with some boys and her friend. It was <laughs> like a parking lot of like, the Christian school near our neighborhood. And cops, like the cops ended up bringing them home. The cops got them. There's a I guess <laughs> the, the cops, cops like love them. busting. Teenagers and parking lots in Cincinnati. But anyway, um, like we found out that one of the guys that she was with was like our second cousin. We found it because he was at my bot mitzvah. I was like, Amanda, you like hooked up with your cousin? <laughs> and it became, and she was like, no, we didn't hook up, but it became this whole thing that Amanda like accidentally hooked up with our cousin. I and really, every I time we would say, just sing, like up, my dad would do the the, the delivery music or wait, what's it called? Deliverance.
2: <laughs> the deliverance.
0: <laughs> the deliverance. <laughs> 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 wait, but the weirdest part, Ryan, is that. You know how i I am friends with a lot of like Bengals people on Twitter. Like I, I'm like kind of like in on yeah. Baseball.
2: You guys, uh, Sophie on Twitter, she really goes hard for the sports people. And like she's, it is really funny. Like Sophie's like insanely smart, really well read, really like good with the written word. But then she'd be like, "You're hot, Cincinnati Bengal. You are hot." You know? Oh yeah,
0: Joe Burrow, sexy.
2: But um,
0: <laughs> but anyway, one this like Bengals. He's big on Bengals Twitter, and he's like a podcaster, has a podcast, and we had just been following each other for a while. And I guess he put two and two together that he that were second cousins or whatever, and he was at my bat mitzvah, and that was the same guy. And then I was like. Please like clarify, like, did you hook up with Amanda? And he was like, No. He was like, We never made out. Like, and we had gone our whole lives like joking that Amanda had like m- like made out with our second cousin, but she did not for the record. She but
2: Sometimes did. emotional relationships are just as bad as that make out. It could have been a very intense <laughs> emotional relationship they had, you know?
0: Yeah, ne- it was definitely never really acted intense. upon that. the one night that they hung out in a parking lot. Yeah.
2: Now do you think your sister had a good time cuz I always worry. I remember when my sister used to visit LA before she got married and had a family. You would always worry that they'd like go back and tell your parents of like we need to get him back. He's 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 flailing in Los Angeles.
0: Oh my God. Well, kind of, I guess, I guess. Yeah. Like I was like, Amanda, what are you going to like say to our parents, like about my apartment, like how I like take care of my, your lamp, by
2: the way, Sophie's lamp has been broken. It's been, you you know, you guys have listened. the, The saga of this lamp it's, it's, she has it now. She's just defeated. The lamp is just askew and she's, you can tell she's just accepted and it. it's not going to get better. And so it's like,
0: like, you can't see, but it's like covered in duct tape on one side. I've tried to fix it myself. I'm like, I need to just replace, I think, a part of it. And I've just been too lazy to like, go get it. So.
2: Do you ever think of like, do you ever have that view? I think you really, like, I always like, like, do you see how this hang, this headphone is hanging by a thread? Like yeah. I break, he- like, this is my third pair of headphones. If in- there's any headphone companies out there, please sponsor me. Cause I just break things. And it's like, I get resigned to it of like, Oh, this is why you can't have nice things. You just break everything you touch. Like, do you ever feel like that about things?
0: Yeah, I definitely feel like that sometimes. And I'm also like, um, I'm I'm also like just too lazy sometimes to like replace things. I'm just like, ah, well, it's fine. Yeah. But I will <laughs> say that I am like the most freaking, what's the word? Um, resourceful.
2: Oh, like MacGyver, I, you can like. Yeah, I'm
0: a MacGyver. Like if something in my apartment, like I can usually just fix, I'll figure out a way to like, like have a solution to whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah like, I don't know. I, I like so you, but you'll also
2: never life. admit defeat. You seem very like you will never. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. I'd rather just like do whatever I can myself before I like have to admit defeat or like return yeah. something or re- go replace it, whatever. So with this lamp, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to fix it somehow. Like or my talk mom to a cable like, company for hours said- on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, my mom's like, just get a new lamp. And I'm like, no, I can fix it. I can fix it.
2: (laughs) And because by the way, way, it would be the worst if you had to get a lamp for Christmas, like if your parents got you a lamp for Christmas, you'd be like, no, I'm going to fix mine. I hate when people try to get you something that you've broken and you're like, I was going to fix that. And now you've wasted a gift. I would have rather a new gift instead of the gift that would replace the broken gift. Yeah. That makes no sense.
0: No, but I know what you mean. I've also had the same iPhone. I have like an iPhone 10. So it's not like it's like an iPhone 4, but like I've had it for like, three and a half years I guess since like beginning of 2018 and I'm like, I could get a new iPhone but I'm kind of just like, oh well, then I have to stress about like backing everything up and like yeah by the way I lose things
2: iPhone with a new phone no matter how easy they make it you'll, you'll always lose something.
0: You'll always lose something. And like, yeah, with the iCloud, like, I don't know. It's just, it seems like more work to go to the Apple store and like get a new iPhone and like do all of that because I can't restore everything myself because my iCloud is always full. And like, I always just need their help. It's always so much work.
2: I say this every week. Wouldn't it be amazing if Apple next week announced like, and one more thing, we have made a deal with heaven. Our cloud service will work in heaven. Like if, if I could get like a, a confirmation that our cloud service from Apple works uh, in, in the, the afterlife, afterlife, it would, it would, I mean, that would be huge for Apple. Like I would, so like, it would, it would comfort me to no end. I would just start putting no, things on it knowing would I could make get to anxious, it in the afterlife. Though.
0: It would make me anxious though, because I, I don't know if I believe in the afterlife. I don't like thinking about that.
2: No, I don't like, but I, it would comfort me to even just know it's there. Like if I can't watch, I I said this last week, I'm never going to read a Jane Austen novel the way I'm going. Like it's just not going to happen. And I know she's a good author. Uh, I don't think she's, uh, she's not alive. So I think I know I'm joking. Uh, But um, sorry, you guys. I've had a couple of gin and tonics. I'm not gonna lie; it's Fourth of <laughs> July. My parents are over here, and they're in the pool right now. Well, my, you
0: know what, right? Oh, yeah. sorry. Keep going. Sorry. No, my parents <laughs> are in the middle of My yourself. parents
2: are tanked. I like. I had to get them uh, a couple of gin and tonics, and I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna go pod. Here's full drinks. You guys just do your. You know. Just, they're like, we're cool. And my mom was trying to get on this floaty, and she tried for like eight times, and then I just took pictures of her, and she just like, do not post this on Instagram. That's like now the big thing. If I ever take it, like if I point my phone at them, there's like, this is not for public consumption.
0: Yeah. And they're always like, oh my God, I look so bad. I'm like, yeah. you look exactly like you always. Yes. No my
2: mom got mad at me last. Like my mom <laughs> didn't talk to me for a day. Cause I had posted this thing of like, I went into the guest bedroom and they don't have like proper AC that works. And they came in to try to like workshop why it's not working and I took a picture of my mom and dad doing it. And my mom didn't talk to me for like a day. And, and oh I my was just, God. <laughs> but I was just like, what's like, do you think like, like, do you think all my straight guy listeners or viewers are going to like, want you mom? Like, I don't get it. You know,
0: <laughs> that's exactly, that's exactly what she thinks. No. And, and she's true. a beautiful
2: lady. I mean, it's, yeah, it's true. not even,
0: um, um, wait, but I, but speaking of like the afterlife and stuff, you know how everyone's like. Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Kobe yeah, Bryant.
2: Oh, Black Panther is is saying hello to Ruth Bader Ginsburg right now. I'm like, Yeah, what?
0: and I like tweeted once I was like, I don't want to hang out with people in the afterlife. Like, I don't want to like make small talk with all these oh. like people. Like I just want to hang out and like watch shows and like scroll on <laughs> That's what I like. But like imagine no
2: we're- <laughs> This is why heaven. Like, just think that through. Like, if heaven, so heaven exists. Okay, so we all get up there. Everybody's like, "Kumbaya." It's all like happiness, but you're going to bump into that person that you know talked shit about you. So, like, and you're in heaven. So, do you just like forget it and be like, "It's cool." I get you were going through something. Like, do you talk it out? Like, is it because it would be uncomfortable for me to see some people in heaven yeah, that I don't I have, have? Like, is it how does it work?
0: I mean, from watching the good place, I imagine like the good place a little bit, but I also just don't think that in heaven, heaven is supposed to be like heaven, isn't it? Like it's supposed to be like your like paradise. I think that they would conspire so that your arch nemeses wouldn't be in the same like condominium as you.
2: That's the thing though. Then you're always gonna wonder if you are gonna <laughs> bump into your arch nemeses in heaven. Like you're always yeah, but-
0: but like I don't I think they would make sure that wouldn't happen.
2: If the there is a heaven machine. Her. If there's a heaven machine that will be able to tell you
0: big three, heaven
2: three a big <laughs> big heaven like big summer house if there is three things that you would go to heaven you would just know. Like like I was talking about this last week. I said, okay, I would want to know, like, I don't know what, but like John Bene Ramsey, it would be cool just to get a definitive oh answer God. from the heaven machine. What happened? Like, do you have three things? Like, cause right now, and oh, this is one of my so stories, free Britney, the free Britney thing. I want to know what's up. Like, I want to know exactly what's going on. And the heaven machine would just tell you, do you have I things mean, like that?
0: So many, come on. I'm like obsessed with true crime and unsolved mysteries and all of that stuff. Like, there are so many freaking like mysterious, like unsolved things that like it's crazy that we'll never get answers to. Like I would love to know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean that that it really does. Like, I was
0: literally just reading about one like just before this, and it's so I mean it's kind of obscure. But do you remember the the two Dutch students who disappeared in um where in South America were they? I'm pretty sure. Or in Portugal, maybe? Oh my God, let me let me look it up.
1: When you
2: said Dutch, all of my just thoughts went to Joran van der Sloot of the Natalie Holloway case, but that's. Oh
0: well, yeah, really. that also. Like, but we know what happened there because he admitted. Oh yeah, it. he yeah. But um. Oh my God, I actually I was just reading about it. I can't find their names or where I was reading it, but anyway, there two. They were two Dutch students that were camping, or they were abroad and for like a vacation, whatever it was, for a couple of weeks, and they were camping in the woods. And um, they went missing, never returned. Their belongings were found. Eventually their bodies were found. And on their phones, they think that they, you know, got lost and fell like down a cliff or whatever it was. And on their cell phones, it showed that they called 911 um, multiple times on their phones before their phones are eventually just shut off or died or whatever it was. So whatever, like they knew they were kind of screwed. I it's stuff like that where it's like, we will never get answers, you know? No,
2: And if, and that's why I, I mean, that's one of the big reasons why I want heaven to exist so you can get these answers. And also wouldn't you love to know just like then on a basic kind of basic bitch level, like, wouldn't you want to know if like, I would want to know if like this like a girl had a crush on me or something. Like wh- like you could actually find out, like, oh, did this guy actually like me? Or was it just like wouldn't you want to know just basic things like that? Or like, or like the heaven machine could like play the like could I see the night when uh Jax and Kristen Doty hooked up during drive? Wouldn't oh, you yeah. love like you, you the heaven want machine to watch that? You wouldn't, okay, not, I don't, not for a sexual reason, but you Ryan. wouldn't want to see the casual flirtation. But come on, that would be
0: hysterical. Okay, I actually was reading a theory on like the Vanderpump Rules subreddit recently <laughs> that, that Jax and Kristen have been like, their affair has been ongoing. Like that was not the first nor the last time. I know it's like they hooked up twice or whatever their you know story is right now. But like, remember when Jax got really upset by Kristen's like, You know
2: the the guy,
0: some sort of like sex tape situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, with Carter. Weirdly, really upset. Like it's like little clues like that where you're like, something, I feel like something Jax and Kristen are just so morally bankrupt, the morally corrupt Faye Resnick, that I just think that it's plausible and it's an interesting theory.
2: Well, I, I do uh (laughs) <laughs> now, now, now I can't stop thinking about that. Did you see what, uh, her boyfriend, her current boyfriend posted? And they said like, what you, what you see on in, what you order on wish.com and what comes or something. And yeah. it was them and their old sir outfits. And then the new girls in their sir outfits. And I didn't really like, I get the joke they were making, but it was like, the, I don't know what the, like the girls Let's all look good in both it. pictures like it it didn't yeah, I mean- it's
0: also like if you look at Real Housewives from like like Alex McCord or like the Real Housewives from early on before they like touched, like did everything to their faces now it's like everyone kind of just looks the same yes obviously everyone gets work done now everyone who's on TV is fillers and Botox it's like in the early days of reality TV people had like unique looks and now it's like everyone looks the same
2: yeah, no, it, it, it's interesting. Um, did you read the Ronan Farrow piece? Uh, Ronan Farrow and oh the Gia Tolentino God, yes. the, about the inside Britney's conservatorship yeah. as a writer. Um, I mean, this is actually, because I I, I I put you in the same kind of boat as uh, a Ronan Farrow or oh a Gia Tolentino. God. No, 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 oh but I, I think this, is, no, no, but I think if you push, this is where you could be headed. Do you read those things first off as a fan and like, do you like it? But do you then read it as a, a, a writer and go oh like are you learning from things like this when you read pieces like that oh yeah
0: oh my god Uh, well when i was reading it i was like i was just wondering when they started working on this story because they spoke to so many sources and so many people and i don't think you know it's kind of blown up since she spoke at her conservatorship hearing but it seems like they were working on the story prior to that But yeah, it's like, it was just, you know, beautifully done. You can't ask for anything more in like an investigative report like that. They spoke to so many. That's what I was wondering.
2: Did you consider that a good piece?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, that's something that I do all the time when I'm reading. I'm like, eh, this could have been better, whatever it is. Just as a writer, it's just something I subconsciously naturally do. But um, yeah, no, that it, it, yeah, it's heartbreaking to read. they just it- for you?
2: Like, was there any, for me, it was shocking about the 911 call the night yeah. before, um, you know, and, and that she obviously went to the police station. There is an Instagram account and I'm not, I don't have my phone in front of me because I left it out there. So my dad could listen to the Eagles while he was drunk. Um, oh so it's like playing through a Bluetooth. So I don't Aww. have it, but there was a, a lady on Instagram and I really want to credit her and I don't know, but she's like posting so much Britney stuff and it's like, I hate to be, like, a conspiracy person, but, like, she was posting videos of even her boyfriend, like, where you can read the lips, and he's, like, smile in this video, and then she smiles. Like, how deep does this go? Like, I, I really do think there is a very vast um cover-up, weird thing happening with Britney, and, like, mm. I, I'm usually the person that doesn't want to believe in any conspiracy theories, but, like, it's starting to really read to oh, me, like, not there's a conspiracy theory, thing, anymore. you
0: know? It's not a conspiracy theory anymore. Like, these are facts. Like, this has been, like, exposed as fact. Like, it started as a conspiracy theory, but it's not anymore. Like, it really... The people that, like, started the Free Britney movement, a lot of people originally wrote them off as, like, conspiracy theories, but it's not. Like, it's literally what's happening. And, like, Lynn, like, Britney's mom in the article, it's like, oh, well, you know, I have mixed feelings about it. And it's because, like, Britney... They're all freaking getting... They're just living off her. So you version. have Lou,
2: this this lady Lou Taylor that's involved in the finances, and yeah. she seems shady as hell. Yeah, and she is Pictures shady. with her Jamie and Jamie Lynn Spears, and you can't help it. Like they're all smiling, and it's like I know Jamie Lynn Spears now is on like a um, redemption tour, trying to stand up to people, which is always weird when somebody's yeah. posting videos when you don't need to. And it's very like I don't know, like something just reeks right here. But I, I was talking to somebody this week too. Is that like. You know, Britney can have mental problems. That's totally allowed, and I would say ninety-three percent of America does. That is, not, and but also imagine being Britney Spears, and the amount of like, like I sometimes freak out if three people want to talk to me. Imagine eight million people wanting to talk to you and thinking you're the shit. Like, imagine how that would mess with a human mind. Like, and I, I, I just, for me, it's like the intersection of. Uh, pop stardom but also being a female it really does like highlight how we treat women in this country uh, to me I just I don't understand how it got this far and how our legal system is I don't want to say perverted but it is weird that like the legal system is there put in place to help people it can help people like Bill Cosby but how is it not helping somebody like Britney Spears
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. And when you read the story, I mean, if you learn anything about Britney's, like, rise to stardom and how fast she became famous, of course that, you know, would fuck with anyone's mental health and the way that, you know, she was treated by the media and by, you know, Justin Timberlake and the paparazzi and just everything. It's like, of course. Um, But, you know, it's like she has come so far. That was so long ago. And the fact that she has since been basically imprisoned because that's how conservatorship works. Like you are not in charge of like, you don't have free will anymore because they, and it's, it's for people who are, you know, extremely mentally ill or extremely like incapacitated, whether it's, you know, an elderly person or whatever it is that they can't, you know, take care of themselves and it's for their own, you know, benefit. But with Brittany, it's really just, you know, a way to imprison her and just take her money. And it's like, clearly, yes, like this is a complete miscarriage of justice in every way. And somehow it's allowed because, you know, the justice system is fucked up. Like certain loopholes like this are exploited all the time. And Brittany's case is just like one of many. It's just the most high profile that we've seen. But like, if you watch, have you, did you watch I Care A Lot?
2: No, but everybody keeps telling me to watch because it deals with conservatives. Oh yeah, no,
0: you have to watch it because you kind of get an idea of how this happens. Basically, like doctors get paid off. And the doctors are like, yeah, this person is crazy mentally ill. They, like, cannot take care of themselves. But they're getting a huge sum of money to say that. And then the court looks at that and they're like, well, the doctor said so. So it's true. So it's like all of these people will conspire. And even the judge will get paid off. In this case, a lot of people think that the judge was paid off. The one that, you know, made the ruling on the um, the most recent one, um, which wasn't related to her most recent um conservatorship hearing but another one but either way it's like there're just so many people that are getting paid off in order to make people look crazy so that they can take their belongings and money it's like crazy but well yeah. and
2: and then you you compare it to somebody if you get into the real housewives of Beverly Hills you know universe like the Marvel universe, you, you look at Tom Girardi, who has a conservatorship placed on him as well. And he's an 81 year old man or whatever we're saying. He, you know, obviously, you know, and he has supposedly dementia and Alzheimer's, but I'll just say it. I don't believe that, but also I believe he's in a conservatorship where he can go. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is not a Tom, but Hey, you, you're the conservatorship and I'm going to tell you what to tell me. Like he, he, you know, I feel like it's a conservatorship that he's able to tell what goes, what flies, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Like,
0: well, yeah. I think that also it's like his his legal stuff is a whole other thing. Did you watch
2: Beverly Hills this week? Yeah, I did. Okay. How do we like? I love the the reframing or the rewriting of history of like I was in a lumpless marriage the whole time. Like, I know. and that that's my argument. It genius. wasn't
0: like that. It wasn't like it always. You know, even early on in the the season before he was. Before she filed for divorce and before all this shit went down.
2: For 22 like, years, he ma- he made me marry him and spend his money. Like, it is being rewritten in this way that is so bizarre. And the producers are going right along with it. And I, I, I love it. I find it fascinating. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. But it is funny. Like, the... I don't know the thought process behind the Erica Jane team, if there is a team in place. But you know, we even had that Daily Mail article that came out on Friday of her going into a private jet and 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 doing a pose where it flaunted the one hundred eighty thousand dollar tiger ring she has, like nobody poses like that so these are like obviously staged photos what is she trying to tell us besides she's an asshole like honestly what is i have no idea does she think it's fierce to show
0: this off i don't know all the people that are like well i believe her i'm like okay even if you do which you shouldn't if you do you're an idiot (laughs) um the way that she's acting now is just so disgusting Like, there are, like, actual victims who were victimized twice. Even if you had nothing to do with it, shut the fuck up, because their people got really hurt here, you know? Yeah, by your husband, Yes! Like, regardless of whether or not... And I think she, you know, I personally do think that, you know, she had some level of awareness of what was going on. But regardless, she's being completely insensitive and just, like, a piece of shit. And, yeah, she is disgusting.
2: From a female perspective, that's... I, I do... I mean... I think you definitely are on the right side of history, but it is funny to play in the online. Uh, you know, we, we're on social media and I see so many different perspectives from the Erica Jane thing where I'm like, what happened to you? If what happened to you in your life where you believe in Erica Jane? Like, what happened? Like, where are you at your stage of life where you are having sympathy toward? Like, my thing is, and maybe this is just the Catholic Kansan in me, but like, I just don't, if you don't marry for love in the first place, well, all bets are off. Like you, you know, you made your bed, like don't then try to like have these teary eyed talking heads where she's like, it's not like a PK and Dorit marriage or a Kyle and Mauricio. And I knew that, you know, and it's like, are you out of, I mean, it is just so funny, but that's also to your point earlier about, buying people off or or the conservatorship you know it's like the other beverly hills ladies nobody has come out against erica jane but that's just like what we were talking about the other week of wh- how far would you go for a friend how far if you know somebody personally you're not going to talk shit about them right
0: well it just makes them look like massive hypocrites though because it's like Rena and denise like
2: yeah
0: at some point you ha- you do have to like make sure that you're not being associated with someone who's like a bad person. Who's the first to
2: break? Who's the first to break rank and like start coming out against?
0: I think maybe like Kyle, just because I think that Kyle has a moral compass. Whereas like Rinna, I think Dorit too kind of has a moral compass. Um, Teddy, no one gives a fuck about Teddy, who cares? It's, it's yeah, I don't think Rena. Rena's just going to go along with whatever she thinks will keep her on the show.
2: The Teddy thing, I I always want a documentary about the year after they get hit on, you know, kicked off a show, is because you want to see when you want to see the response time and text messages back. Like Teddy's like what's up Lisa just checking in on you girl and like you know the week after like oh what's up girl we're gonna miss you this season and it's like immediate and fast and you know like fun and then like you know a month later what's up girl it's me Teddy just knowing if you're all in still and then it's like a week between response and it goes I don't know why I didn't see this sorry Harry's in the garden we'll talk soon you know like I I, I, I love the dissolution you
0: you see you know like the parties and whatever it is and it's like normally teddy because clearly they're still friends with her in real life like teddy would be invited. oh they show it
2: every they show it every chance they can get that they're friends with
0: right her. but it's like she must be so pissed that like she literally and i'm also wondering with like summer house it looks like summer house might be filming and i'm like hannah must be so pissed now that like everyone's just like hanging out to film like that would be the worst part of getting fired is just yeah watching it. Start to happen again without
2: you. Oh, but by the way, we can we can empathize with that in our own lives. We've seen that all the time, you guys. You know, you guys listening. When you see on Instagram your friends hanging out without you, and then you're like, I didn't even fucking get invited to that. I mean, that was really one of the awesome things about the pandemic is that you did you that stuff got cut down. Yeah, no. But but even that was the worst though. Is when like people were like hanging out during the pandemic without you. We're like, we're not even supposed to be hanging out, and you guys are all together. What the fuck is going on? You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, sure.
2: other, the other great right thing about Beverly Hills was that we saw Lisa's extreme elation, but also her letting us know that she's scared about it is that Amelia Bedelia is dating one Scott Disick and Lisa goes, do I have to call him Lord, you guys? Like, I've never Wait, I seen like when she was that like, excited.
0: She was like, so Amelia has been linked to a man by the name of Scott Disick. <laughs> And yeah, and she's like, and Erica was like, he's he has three kids. What's going on? Even Erica
2: was like, uh, what?
0: Yeah, and she was like, yep, three kids. And then she was like, Scott Disick, I know through the Kardashians. Like, she's so thrilled about this. She's so freaking annoying.
2: Well, and then she goes, do I call Chris? like chris isn't yes. scott's mom you dolt
0: wait like, yeah she was like do i text chris and it's like imagine rena texting chris and being like hey girl and chris is like who the fuck is this
2: chris is like unsubscribe like seven yeah. for, hit seven for unsubscribe seven. Yeah, she's
0: like, stop
2: <laughs> yeah stop please don't do this how <sighs> are you uh cory like this is Corey. please don't contact chris anymore uh um, yeah
0: like shut up rena
2: well, because th- you also got to imagine during the holidays, I bet Rinna bought gifts for all of Scott's kids. You know she did.
0: Oh, I'm call sure Grandma she did. Grandma
2: call me Grandma Lips. Call me Grandma Lips.
0: She would love nothing more than to, like, marry into that. Like, she would love nothing more. Like, if Amelia, oh, my God. Like, there have been so many, like, rumors about, like, celebrity pregnancy is, like, I don't know. But, like... If that happened, I'm sure Rina would be like thrilled, which says a lot because Rina's most- like,
2: take out your diva cup, Amelia. You don't need it.
0: Oh my God. But yeah, it's like most most mothers would be like, eh, my 20-year-old daughter just turned 20. Um this 37-year-old man who already has 3 kids like <laughs> he might be a little too young to like start like reproducing with him but it's there's like a- in Rena's case like she would be so excited.
2: There's just scratches all over Scott's back from Amelia grasping on when he like, you know, does his business. She's like, "Let me go. I'm trying to stop trying to pray and spray." You're like,
0: "Oh my god."
2: <laughs> it just like scratches everywhere.
0: No, it's yeah, it's Rena being like, "You too good in here." <laughs> God's like, why is the
2: door locked? Let me out. Like, oh
0: my God.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm sorry for any families listening together for that last part. Um, <laughs> I do gotta say, a lot of people I loved Portia uh crying hysterically about her sister. A oh lot of people God, were so giving this girl weird. a hard time, and I thought it was really I I I'm a Portia Stan. I mean, that's cr- creepy for an older dude to say I'm a Porsche Stan, but I really do like Portia and I love I thought it was high comedy, them flashing back to them leaving Washington and her in the backseat bawling. I thought that was oh, hysterical. It was so
0: funny. Yeah, it was so funny. It was so cute. I love how Mauricio was like, who is that? that was, and he's always I, like laughing when dude, she's- Dude, we
2: crying. gotta, we gotta smoke with Mauricio. He is I dope. Like, I don't know. I've never had a man crush this hard since- I don't know, probably Luke from Summer House. You know, like I'm really crushing on Mauricio.
0: I know, I love him. I lo- He just, yeah, he seems just like a cool, chill guy that you could like laugh with. That's what I think about Kyle and Mauricio in general. I'm like, I could hang out with them and like have a laugh with them and like have banter with them. Like Kyle's like hilarious.
2: I do think she's, a- and somebody was saying that she's corny. Her jokes are corny, but I'm like, maybe that's why I- my jokes are corny, but I think she's hysterical. Like I, I genuinely- that's when it sucks to the to do what i do because i equal opportunity make fun of people and i know that kyle would probably she has no clue who i am but if i think she might because i made fun of that manhand thing and it just sucks because i would love for her to know how much i love her and think she's funny but you also just know that like some people you know like yeah she should not like me because of that like people there are certain things where oh like like i said that um that dude, Justin Anderson, Kristen Cavallari's friend.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so I
2: That's had so somebody thirsty. reach out to him to be on the podcast and uh, he was, and I had blocked him cause I made fun of him and I preemptively block- blocked him cause I made fun of him cause yeah. I just don't want them to see it. But the guy, he took notice of it back in the day. So he was like, I would come on his pod, but he blocked me because he made fun of me. And then I was like, Oh, it just, it just, it just stings when you hear, I mean, This the joke was still solid, but it just stings, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, wait, I'm thinking of Justin Anderson and like, did did we talk about the Madison um, Instagram? No,
2: but but Sophie, we talked last Sunday, and then she went live that night, thirty times, and we saw her nipples and butt, and we saw. It was like, literally, this was like Cinemax after dark. If I was a kid, if I was a kid, I would have called all my friends and be like, you got to get on Instagram right now. We're seeing Nipple, you know?
0: Oh my God. It's like one of those things where, you know, she woke up and she like totally like had so many regrets. I was like, okay. So Friday night, I went to a concert, like a DJ concert. Yeah, I saw, where were you? It was just some random place in Williamsburg. And like one of my really good, um, like one of my just oldest, oldest, guy friends it was actually nice because it, all of like the groper like the creepy like people in the crowd like he was like protecting me from everyone it was nice Did you
2: say the gropers
0: you know at concerts like they're just creepy like gropers like you just never like okay oh, okay like, okay, creepy, okay. like okay. fucked up guys that are like groping you if you're nature is healing
2: gropers are back yeah gropers.
0: yeah but anyway there was at one point where I, one of, one of my friends put me on, there were just like girls on guys' shoulders. And oh, they were you like, were on a oh. shoulder? Well, I did that at one point, but I was just so disoriented. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I was like, I'm scared of heights. I don't like this. I was like, I don't like this. I'm disoriented. I'm fucked up. I'm going to fall. Like, it's going to be so embarrassing. And everyone, I could see like all of my friends on the ground being like, put your hands up. Put your, because I was like, just like, Grasps, grasping at the guy's <laughs> head like,
2: <laughs> there needs to be a training camp to like everybody to I to re-acclimate.
0: and i woke up thinking about it yesterday i was like that was probably so embarrassing i was like the one person I ever could see and i was like was not like the cool like chill with my arms in the air i
2: was <laughs> like, <laughs> i was supposed to uh I, this is why I'm I'm so out of it. Like this, we do need a training. I was supposed to go to like this festival in LA called day trip. My like to go see Diplo on Saturday. And I totally spaced it. Like I'm in Arizona right now. I was like, don't I have a ticket to that? And my friend Emily was like, yeah, like it's tonight. You know, like I, I was like, felt, like such an, yeah, but Diplo. That would have been fun. Yeah, but it's also just like 20 to 35 year old ladies just thirsting after Diplo. Even yeah. Even though he looks like a, you know, the, I, the, the Diplo thing is like great music, but like for me, it's, he pushes the boundaries of how creepy a mustache can go for me.
3: Like, yeah, he just, not sometimes a fan. Really,
2: no, but, so, but, a, but m- most girls are like, Girls thirst after Diplo.
0: I don't get that though. Like I wouldn't.
2: (laughs) Is there a DJ? Do you do thirst for? Are you a,
0: I don't think I honestly don't think so. I can't think of one DJ that I'm like, Oh my God, he's so hot. Like even (laughs) like maybe like Calvin Harris, but even then I'm like, he's okay.
2: Yeah, I didn't, I see, I'm not like a huge, uh, quote unquote raver or ED. Like I, I really appreciate, and I love mashups obviously, but I remember seeing Tiesto for the first time at Coachella. And I was like, he came out and he was just like in an express for men shirt, like a buttoned up shirt. And I was like, this dude's just wearing an Express for Men shirt and he just keeps raising his fist and then just hitting a button. And I just didn't, like, I when there's a mashup, like, to me, that's, like, my basic mind understands of, like, oh, wow, he's putting that one song into this other song. But when you're doing just, like, a, you know, atmospheric DJ set and then you're wearing an Express for Men shirt, it it boggled my mind back in the day. Guys, this is the commercial I was telling you that was going to happen at the beginning of the show. We are there now, and I am proud to announce that BetterHelp... Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style for summer, and I gotta tell you, the quality is great, because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than Credit card. is the sponsor of so bad. It's good this week. Now life is full of stressors and it doesn't matter who you are or what you have going on in your life, but it is probably stressful. Uh, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I felt so insanely sad on Friday and I just, I said it out loud or, you know, in an Instagram post. And on top of that, I also uh, consulted with my better help therapist now BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to and that was another thing I feel like I look like insane shit right now and I didn't want to see anybody and my BetterHelp therapist totally understood you know it's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours that's huge 48 hours. Sometimes we wait weeks. Sometimes we wait years before we do something about the sadness that we feel inside about these problems that we have. And there is something like better help out there that will help you with your life. We all need help with our lives. I need help with my life. And better help is helping. So, this podcast once again is sponsored by BetterHelp. And So Bad It's Good listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com forward slash so bad. That's S O B A D. So that is B E T T E R H E L P.com forward slash so bad. Give it a shot. That's all you have to do. But uh, I think you know, like me, I will sometimes just let things go, actually make that first step. This is just a very simple thing that you can just check out. You don't have to do any more than just Check it out. But um, I think it's worth it. So back with the show.
0: That yeah. does kind of kill the mood, but it is funny. We were talking about, we were like, literally anyone can be a DJ. Yeah. All you he was like, play a playlist. I'm sorry. Like, it's not, I'm sorry to anyone listening. To be like, no, it's hard. I know that you have to like mash things up, but like, to me, it's it, like we were just laughing about it. We were like, I could pick a really good playlist and get this crowd so hyped up. Like, it's really not that hard. But I will say, like, the music there, it was like, cause I'm just a teenager. Dirtbag, baby. baby. That got me so hyped. They played that at your show? Yes. Like, oh, there were a lot of good throwbacks where I was lose like, it. yeah, like I was losing it at some song. And like, levels by Avicii which is like, yeah, very, like 2011 like my college like freshman sophomore year of college you know just good throwbacks you I'm into that, that Avicii you know.
2: documentary like there's a great Avicii documentary um that you know obviously was you know I saw he him died. he came to it my college
0: yeah he came to my college when he was first blowing up it was that year no it was 2012 actually and it was on 420 2012 and he actually died on 420 I think What year did he pass away? 2016, maybe?
2: Yeah. He had insane stage fright. So when he was touring, that's why he would drink and do drugs as much as he did, because it it really, and that's, you know, for a DJ, that's all you do is tour and it was just like it would wreck him and like in the studio it was like his domain and he was able to do all of these amazing things but it's the going out on the road for him and the constant night after night and trying to be uh something for everybody and it, it you know from the interview in that documentary it just really took him to the it, to the point where he's just like i can't do this anymore you know i i mean oh, yeah for sure wild to think about you know um
0: oh, for sure yeah
2: Let's see here. What else? We had so many things happen this week. And I always like, there's so many things to talk about, but um, so we did Brittany, we did Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, uh, These are some like quick hits. Uh, Tom Girardi's law firm was approved for 1.5 million PPP loan five months before his money was all gone. We found out and PPP loans are very interesting. It's coming up in terms of pop culture this week, especially because a lot of the, the bachelor nation people were approved for PPP loans. And so a lot of people are throwing uh, opinions back and forth. What are your opinions on all of these things? Because you hear the Tom Girardi thing, especially, and you're like, holy shit, holy shit.
0: Yeah, I mean it's fucked up. It's like I think a lot of people are like, well, technically it was legal, but it's like even if it's legal, it's like you're still doing the wrong thing because there are tons of people that actually needed that money and bachelor stars do not need that money. Sorry, especially if you are Tasha or Ari who were like the leads and like Nick Vile, I think is Nick Vile is really like loving all this attention. For Nick
2: Vile like, to be yeah. the voice of reason here is frustrating. Yeah, he's
0: so annoying, but I will say I agree with him. He put out a video about it yeah. and I was like, yeah, it's like they, they definitely didn't think this information would ever get out. So the fact that it did get out, I'm sure was like, you know, and now spray, I see spray tans, you know, tans aren't like, going to
2: pay for themselves, Sophie.
0: Wait, what's not going to pay for themselves?
2: Spray tans. They just don't yeah. magically appear. You know, you need money for those.
0: Well, and apparently like Taisha, you like use hers to get a personal assistant, like stuff that like, it's like, you don't really need that money compared to people that actually like their livelihoods were at stake. It are at stake that they need that money. Like you are doing fine. So yeah, it's kind of like a moral thing where it's like, you really don't need that. And it's fucked up. Like, yes, it might be legal, but like, it still makes you look really bad.
2: Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, I was thinking then, like, would I have taken a PPP loan if somebody said, "Ryan, you've got like a little small business happening. Why don't you do it?" Would I have done it? Like, would I have looked into it enough, or would I have just heard free money and uh, okay, yeah, I want free money? Like, like uh, this week, uh, this is hysterical. Uh, I uh, somebody from Cameo approached me, and now I'm on Cameo.
0: Oh my god! And I they love said that. so. I had an
2: hour talk with this my rep over at Cameo. Um, yeah, shout out Jane. You're amazing. And no, it was like, it was I, cause I was like, oh, I would just do it just cause I love, I think it's hysterical. Like I, I don't know why. And I've already done like five of them and I'm like bizarre that I've even done five. But to me, I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Like I didn't even, think about it. I was like, yeah, that sounds well,
0: but amazing. a PPP loan is more complicated than that cuz I think you have to apply for them. So it was like, oh, uh, it wasn't just, hey, we have money for you. Like I think it's something that they consciously decided to do, like I think I can, you know, scam the system or whatever it is. I don't know the thought process there, but it's definitely more complicated than just being handed free money cuz like who would say no to free money, you know? I think it was like <laughs> a conscious thing where they really had to like apply for it.
2: Well, that'd be a good show of just watching bachelor contestants try to fill out a PPP loan form.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know how it works at all. I'm really not like the expert, but like from what I've been reading and hearing about it, it's like, yeah, they, they went out of their way to get this.
2: Um, so it is interesting, but I I think the Tom Girardi thing, especially is that it just falls in line with the rich get richer. You can be up on charges and you could still be getting money from the government. It is, our system is so we are such a big country and there's so many moving parts that so many things get missed. Like it is just bizarre to hear that Girardi's law firm would get $1.5 million. Now, if everything was on the up and up, you're like, okay, I, I could see potentially why, but we know it wasn't. So this money is just, you know, just, just, it's crazy. Uh, Okay. Garcelle bouvet was on watch what happens live this week. And she said to Andy that Denise Richards would return to real housewives of Beverly Hills, but someone would have to leave the cast. And that someone, of course they were hinting at was Lisa Rinna and Lisa Rinna has responded in her Instagram stories of, you know, F this with a middle finger. Um, What, what is your opinion on this?
0: I mean, I would be so on board for Denise coming back, and I mean, I think Rena should go. I think Rena needs to go either way because she's so fucking annoying and she adds nothing. So yeah, Rena <laughs> should go either way, and yeah, I would so prefer Denise over Rena. I don't think Denise was like the best housewife of all time, but I like her more than Rena.
2: I love that you can just, I mean, because I feel like I can point blank, say I just dislike Rinna and I'm such a hothead where I can just say it and I don't even have anything to back. I would be like, I just don't like her. I don't, I don't, but you, it's interesting for you to say that because I feel like you're more thought out. What are your reasons for disliking Rina? I get asked this all the time myself and I just say, I just don't think she's a good friend and she gloms onto other people's storylines and that's yeah, what she's doing with exactly. Erica that's
0: she, what it is. She is not a good friend. She doesn't seem like a good mom based on, you know, how Amelia, Amelia and Scott and all of that. She, yeah, she, she does not produce anything storyline wise. It's all like other people's drama that she like, she's a good shit star. I'll give her that. But in terms of like her own personal life, like we don't see any of that. Um, yeah, she brings nothing to the show, she's just annoying, and I think that she really does. She's just so insincere and so fake, like, everything she says and does is just like insincere. I just do not like her.
2: Okay, well, I mean, that is uh, have you ever had any interaction with
0: Lisa Renna? No, I've never met Lisa Renna or uh, Instagram DM'd with her or anything.
2: Well, uh, Brandy Glanville is back in the news, You's got, you guys. She's she lets us know that she turned down a chance to be in the Erica Jane documentary The Housewife and the Hustler um, because uh, she said uh, they weren't gonna pay her and also she didn't know what it was at the time, which I think is just amazing for Brandy. I, I love Brandy Glanville's um need to let us know every move in her life. But also I do love to hear that that is hysterical to me of because by the way, that would have been a good move for somebody like Brandy to do, you know? Like, that oh, was a yeah. great documentary. It surprises
0: me that Brandy would turn down anything. She's not <laughs> one to turn anything down,
2: but it does go to show you. Like, um, one time I was at like somebody had approached me a third party about having Brandy on the podcast, uh, my podcast, but it would be, uh, but they were like, How much would you be able to pay her? And I always thought that was fascinating. And I was like, Well, zero, to zero sound good? Is that a good payment? I was like, I was uh- looking around of like how many bottles of wine i had in my my apartment i was like i could just pay you in like two bucks shock you know
0: i mean i'm sure like she would honestly like be down for that
2: i did it i didn't even think to, uh, now next time I, I was like i went to costco i've got a two gallon jug of tito's oh um uh, real house was a beverly hills alum kim richards uh she is now so she had a book deal it got, uh, the book wasn't getting released as of last year. And now all of a sudden it is getting released again. Uh, the book deal is uh, happening. It is moving forward. I believe the book will be available for purchase October 13th. And supposedly it tells uh, all the dishy secrets from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Uh, what she knows about Lisa's husband, Harry. Um, it is, I mean, I am all for this because we are in a Kathy Hilton Zizance or renaissance of some sort like so i'm all for he- hearing Kim. like i want to eventually get kim back on the show even though a lot of people would not like
0: that oh same i love kim. i mean she's she's not a great person she <laughs> really isn't but Wait,
2: why is she not a great person
0: i just think that the way that she she's like a vicious vicious And I know that, you know, obviously she's really struggled with her sobriety and addiction issues, but I don't think it excuses the way that she has been extremely vicious to people on the show in a lot of ways. But I still, like, think she's just great entertainment. Would you read her her. book?
2: Would you read her book?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I would love to.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So here is a story, not in the reality show world. We have had so many interesting mashups in terms of relationships with celebrity cu- couples. We now are on like the seventh or eighth siding of Benefer 2.0. In fact, they went to universal studios this past weekend. They're all decked out and matching khakis and, and things of that nature. Uh, somebody had uh, posted a photo of Alex, Alex Rodriguez, Alec Rodriguez in the same exact outfit that Ben Affleck was wearing at Universal Studios. So I don't know if J Lo stylist is dressing Ben, but the whole family was at Universal Studios, which made me a uh, mental note. I was like, check what Universal movies Ben and JLo Lo are in recently. Cause I thought that was like a multi-publicity thing, but it is interesting as the shine starts to wear off. Bennifer. are you are you feeling a shine starting to wear off? Or are you still as excited?
0: I never was excited or thought How there was any shine. To Why begin don't with. you
2: believe in love, Sophie? That's so because what? it
0: clearly was always for publicity, either way. Nope. So, I always say that the J Lo's PR team is like it's too much. It's like she's always just like it's always something.
2: You but you can't. I think they're really together, but they want the publicity. Either way. Imagine clocking in for your like sec- the part time job of dating JLo. Lo, like time to make the donuts. Got to go to Universal with J Lo's kids. Do you think those yeah. are her real kids?
0: Her real kids, J Lo's kids.
2: Yeah, I so said. Do you think those are real kids, or is that a publicity stunt as well?
0: No, J Lo. I think that she's a real person, but I think that <laughs> her PR strategy is is different than I. See, like Beyonce, we never see Beyonce's comings and goings. Like JLo could be like a mysterious, like Beyonce, but instead it's like, you know, it's like Alex Rodriguez breakup again. Ben Affleck new like relationship, right? It's like it's just embarrassing.
2: <laughs> so, I mean, this wasn't even the story that I was actually the story I want to talk about was the weekend was uh, spotted at Giorgio Baldi in Los Angeles. I don't know if I'm saying that restaurant correctly. Uh, with Angelina Jolie, you guys, Angelina oh, wow. Jolie, and the I didn't weekend. know about this. Oh, yeah, this is big news on Thursday night. They were spotted at Giorgio Baldi, um, uh, coming in separately, but were at the same table. Now, this is a interesting pairing, and this is like way to go, Jolie. Get get yourself back in the game, like, yeah, I mean, but this is this is why I just find it like, think about all of us people listening, we're all normal people. Think about how relationships work for us, right? You're on a dating app or it's somebody you work with or somebody you just meet, you know, but when celebrities, it's like, how would Angelina Jolie even meet the weekend? Like, are they on Raya? Like, I I don't even know how that would even begin to happen. Like you don't just bump into the weekend.
0: It's just celebrity like circles and like, contacts and it's just like celebrity i'm sure it's like when you're an a-list celebrity it's like your your circles are very you know small and i just think it's probably like a tight net i hear fireworks
2: (laughs) oh my god the worst day for dogs ever
0: (laughs) but um yeah i just think that you know it doesn't surprise you when any a-list celebrities end up together because it's like they all are probably at the same like secret a-list like places you know
2: do you think that is a good pairing? Does that make sense to you in any way?
0: It, no, I it's very surprising. I never would have guessed it, but like now that I think about it I'm like, "Oh, I like that for that." Now that
2: it's watched. Well, it is. It does it is funny, even just the thought of it kind of because we also have the spottings with uh, Angelina Jolie's ex-husband, Johnny Lee Miller, in the last couple of weeks, her leaving his apartment. Uh, there was a shot of her going in with a bottle of wine and then didn't come out with the bottle of wine. So everybody's like, they drunk the bottle of wine and that's like fine. But people were like putting her with him. But it is interesting how all of a sudden she has popped back up in uh, celebrity rags. It is interesting to me. And then this weekend story gets pushed and it's like somebody that's laid low for a long time, except for like kind of charitable causes and filming that Marvel movie she's doing. All of a sudden now it's like she's there's all these press leaks about her dating people. And it is to me, there's something ringing false there where it's like there's a reason why we're seeing all of this stuff.
0: I think it might just be, like, trying to stay relevant because it's, like, what has she even been like? Like, Angelina Jolie will always be, like, iconic and relevant, but I think it's also, like, you have to recognize that, you know, I maybe it's, like, to overshadow the messy, like, Brad Pitt divorce. I don't know. It's always good to get some, like, get, like, a little bit in here and there. There's no issue with that. I just think J-Lo's is, like, just thirstier than most.
2: Yeah, no, it is. Uh, oh, this is actually a very sad story that uh, I, I don't know if you guys will be able to handle, but um, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson has reportedly cut off Chet Hanks financially. Oh, so
3: shit. So the
2: promise of a white boy summer that Chet Hanks promised us seems like it might have gone by the wayside, where we're getting reports that Tom and Rita, America's first couple, have cut off Chet Hanks financially. Um thoughts sophie
0: damn <laughs> I, I don't know what chet's gonna do now what's he gonna do
2: well i do i know i know Chad hanks is a fellow person on cameo shout out chet shout out cameo <laughs> we both do it and but but chet has like people will post dms from chet where they'll like he'll be like i'll text you for five hundred dollars like he he's that guy where he'll be like I'm down to have a conversation with you for $500. So that's how he
0: makes money. Good for him. Imagine
2: being, come on, imagine being Forrest Gump's son and you're like, and even then Tom Hanks has to hear about it. He's like, he's doing what? Are you kidding me? Like this guy was raised in Brentwood and now he's acting like he's like in a motorcycle gang or something, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's like Malibu's most wanted vibes.
2: (laughs) my friend just uh, uh watched princes of malibu remember that show with brody jenner and oh, spencer yeah. pratt with and, david foster yeah, Spencer. you guys can watch it on youtube for free they're 30 minute episodes i think there's like eight 30 minute episodes it's horrifying it's before spencer pratt and brody did the hills and it's so fake but it is funny these rich kids all get like they got brought up at this enclave of like brentwood pacific palisades and malibu and then somebody like chet hanks really wants us to think he was from the wrong side of the tracks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he does. And it's like, <laughs> you're not, we know you're not. You're
2: not. Um, uh, we have a seven day countdown folks, seven day countdown to uh, season six of Real Housewives of Potomac premieres Woo! next Sunday, next Sunday. Um, are you going to be writing any pieces? Uh, you did the whole, uh, which by the way, so I was going to tell you, if you're not already, you gotta. I, I I talked to two ladies that co-founded that the Dip. You would be great for them. You should write for the Dip. Do you know who? Um,
0: I don't have do? a subscription to the Dip, but I I follow you know some of the writers. I'm on gonna.
2: The- well, I'm gonna introduce you to these two ladies that co-founded it. They they really you would be so good for the Dip. And I was just thinking like,
3: Thanks. The
2: Potomac. are uh, like you 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 powered through all five seasons or four uh-huh. seasons of the Potomac, and caught up to the fifth. Um, going into the sixth season, what are you hoping to see? We do have the sadness that Monique will not be there anymore. And Candace is, uh, is the one left standing. What are your thoughts?
0: I'm kind of just over Candace in general. Um, I just think that Candace is very just immature and she doesn't really know how to like take accountability for her own actions ever. And that's just like frustrating to watch. And I'd rather just watch Karen Giselle Ashley, Robin, um, Wendy, Mia. I don't think that Candace is like necessary, but.
2: Well, this is every time I start to like soften on Candace or the idea of her, she does something butt-ass stupid oh did like, you
0: see the bill cosby that's what i was gonna
2: say yeah. you guys candace liked uh a bill cosby like a what was it the felicia rashad uh thing yeah about, it was
0: something like oh my god an injustice has been overturned bill cosby is free like it was like happy that bill cosby was free and candace liked it and well, yeah not a good look
2: i want to understand more about the bill cosby thing because for me it's pretty you know i hate to use the term black and white but like it's very black and white to me in terms of the women that have come forward. You know, you had 60 accounts of very brave women that come came forward. And then you have, I mean, you have people like Kanye, you know, remember when Kanye went on that Twitter rant of like free Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby is. And I'm like, what is the thought process here? Are you saying that you do not believe any of those women? Or are you saying that he did so much for black culture that he deserves to be free? And it's like, uh, well, he did some bad, but he mainly did good. What is the argument for standing up for somebody like Bill Cosby? You're basically saying women are liars
0: then. A lot of people, like, it goes back to conspiracy theorists. A lot of people think that there's a conspiracy theory to, like, take down Bill Cosby, which is just not true. Like, if you look into it, like, people, it's just conspiracy theories. And if you actually do, like, a modicum of research, modicum, is that how you pronounce it? I think it's modicum, I don't know. you do the tiniest bit of research, you'll hear dozens upon dozens upon dozens of firsthand accounts of people getting drugged and raped the same exact mo modus operandi like he did the same thing so it's like you can't even deny it like it just is a it's fact so it's like yeah i mean it's like the free britney thing it's like it's fact it's not a conspiracy theory it's just like a fact that this is what happened you need to just and I actually was just reading, I'm I'm reading this book right now called Hype by Gabrielle Bluestone.
2: Gabrielle Bluestone will be coming on the show in three
0: weeks. Oh my God. Love her. Yeah. Love her. She is awesome. But it's just she, you know, in in the beginning of the book, she's kind of talking about how we live in a world of alternative facts where, you know, I think in the past things we're taken as fact because it's like you just watch the news or you just listen to authority figures and you're like, okay, yeah, this is just a fact. I mean, I'm sure there have been conspiracy theories for, you know, the beginning of time, but now since, you know, the internet and the democratization of just like information and just like false news and all of that stuff that, you know, it's just more than ever, people just like dispute facts And it's just like, it's frustrating for anyone who, like, just has a brain and we're just like, no, this is like, this is real. There's no denying this happened.
2: See, but this is exact. That that also, because I also, did you read that Gia Tolentino's Trick Mirrors? She was the co writer on the the Britney Spears conservatorship piece.
0: Oh, yeah. Gia, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You got to read this book, Trick Mirrors, uh, you guys there's a opening essay about social media that kind of just blew me away. And there's some things where like people just nail it on the head. And there is this weird thing where I've never felt so close to people because of social media, but it's like a different kind of closeness it's a closeness that's like very lonely because it's digital. You know, it's like this weird thing where you you you're introduced to so many amazing people at once that almost desensitizes you to people in general. It's the weirdest thing. And back when I was just like shit posting and nobody gave a f, you know, when you'd get like two random likes on something, you know, like it was like no biggie. But like now you have access, or now anyway, it's just very weird. But um uh, the thing that I I don't. Uh, Sorry, The the Kanye West. I was going to go back to Kanye West in terms of the Bill Cosby thing, because as we start winding down, we did get uh, photos of Kanye in Mexico on a conveyor belt waiting for luggage with his kids and a nanny, whereas Kim Kardashian was in Rome doing uh photo shoots many photo shoots at the trevi fountain uh near the the pope uh you know the kardashians are back in business in a big way in terms of international travel now that it's safe but it was very funny the diametri- diametrically opposed lifestyles they were leading in that moment did you uh did you think so
0: yeah and also yeah just the kim like photo ops and all of that stuff is just like
2: you forgot what i was like it is funny that it's like oh they're really testing the waters to see if we're the same society that it was before pandemic where they would go into these things and do like full-on photo shoots but make them kind of look still like spur of the moment
0: yeah like the the paparazzi yeah 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 and also kim has like a new stylist now and you can tell she's like turning around her style since you know She's wearing those hats
2: with like a pot leaf and then one with like video games on it. And it's like
0: yeah, it's, oh, it's also
2: planned out. Like I wonder how looks get presented to somebody of that stature.
0: I appreciate the effort she puts in for sure. Like I appreciate the effort. Um, I'm not loving like all of the looks, but yeah, she does it, she does it for us. So I appreciate it.
2: But it is funny to also see an image of Kanye waiting for luggage with kids. Like it to me, that is very um we all can relate to that. You know, we've all been in that and it's almost, it's almost comforting to see him in a position like that where you're just like, ah, good. He does have some normalcy. You know, these are real kids around him. This is a real, you know, like he does look nonplussed to be there. I like that. He is potentially miserable. You should be waiting for baggage, you know? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, totally.
2: Um this is a story that I just need your take on um Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani get marriage certificate in Oklahoma. The only reason I bring this story up is this is a couple like I like Gwen Stefani a lot. I like no doubt a lot. Blake Shelton I don't like country music but whatever. I don't really but this this couple has been forced down our throats now for what I feel like is like 30 years. And I still don't give a rip about them. This couple is like, you yeah. couldn't pay me. And it's not like I don't like it's. But see, it's not even like I hate them. It's just that I don't have any they're just force over-saturated. in this race. They're just
0: oversaturated. But there was
2: never a point where I was like, oh, amazing. Good for them. Like, it's just yeah. such a non-entity to me, yet they are in. I always feel like they're like the bonus story of like, ah, fuck. We got to fill us weekly. Let's just put them in again, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. They're, they're just, like a bonus yeah. Jonas. Yeah, they're just oversaturated. They're every, yeah, it's just boring. They're boring, not interested at all.
2: Sylvie is not having it, you guys.
0: Yeah, they're boring. I literally have never given a fuck about them. When he was named (laughs) the sexiest man alive, and everyone was like, What the hell?
2: I I was in, uh, I was an actor on Blake Shelton's Christmas special like five years ago. I played a young dad on his, he did like a Christmas variety special. It he was a super nice guy, but I just don't have any affiliation with country music. I mean, I, as you get older, I can hear country music more. Like I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Breezy, I guess. Um, Wait, why aren't you out on the 4th of July, Sophie? I, I texted Sophie yesterday because I thought she would have a stacked social 4th of July calendar and you didn't. What ha- What is what? Who dropped the ball here?
0: Uh, well, my sister, since my sister was in town last weekend and then the end of the month is when I have all my like deadlines and I just had like a really crazy week and I went out Friday and my apartment is kind of still in disarray. Like I'm just really, really, really exhausted. Like, just so exhausted. I'm just like, I just want to stay home, get my laundry done, like, just get all my shit done and just like take care of myself.
2: Are most deadlines due at the end of the month for writing?
0: Mm, it, I mean, it depends. Just my freelance jobs, my I just have end of month deadlines. It's yeah. just, ugh. Yeah. So the, I'm like, just exhausted from this past few weeks, actually.
2: Well, I mean, Right after this, I got to go back out and entertain my mom and dad. And they're probably snapping at each other because they've been like on gin and tonics without me. And like, I've just like, I pumped up the Eagles music with my phone out there. So my dad could like zone out and listen to the Eagles. But every time I go out, my mom's on like this running vagina monologue. She like, she'll talk for like eight hours straight. It's like nobody can stop her. It's like, it's really fascinating to, to, to listen to her just go, um, so Sophie, we're not, so Sophie is, is, is generous enough to spend a holiday with us. I hope you guys have the best week out there. As always, we could talk for hours, but we, uh, I got to get back to my parents. She's got to get back to her life. Uh, and you guys, we got to get back to having the best week ever. I know last week was intense. I felt so intense. the Did you feel bummed out towards the end of last week? I, I felt horrible. Like with all the Brittany and the Bill Cosby and all this. Oh yeah. This shit everything. just really bummed me out, you know?
0: Yeah. Awful awful awesome. <laughs> and i will and i just had so much fucking work last week like i just am still kind of just recovering uh god and well, i go back to my office this week this upcoming week so yeah Oh, for real yep
2: like full-time yep. go back Or three just days like... a
0: week three days a week so
2: and you, is that like an 8 30 to 5 thing or is that just like show up when you want
0: no it's like i mean it's a full day like 10 a.m oh. is usually when we i know but yeah so that's another thing it's like i'm just uh, it's, i've it's gotten so- a- I was excited to go back to the office for a while, and now that it's here, I'm like, I've just been so used to working from home. Like now, I'm just kind of like, eh.
2: well, I keep reading about that Delta variant, and it's like so sad to be like, man, I hope that gets bigger, you know? Like we, oh could, my like, god, <laughs> you know, if we get vaccinated, but we can still like the, you know, uh, I feel like the Delta, yeah, Delta variant coming on. Yeah, like I feel like we were in a really good this last month and a half. We we're starting to get back. I just feel like the America should have been like we're going to give you another pandemic like 1300 and just have a bitch in summer, you know, like we'll, we'll get back to this and we'll hit it hard in September. Wouldn't it be amazing if you got an email from the government of like, have a great summer, let's hit it hard in September and we'll see you then. You know?
0: Oh my God. Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sophie Ross, you can support her, follow her on all of her socials. She has articles forthcoming. I know she had one this week. Um, We have to support her in all of her writing. Um, But is there anything else that we need to know to support you for this week or anything that we need to know that uh, you're excited about?
0: um I always feel like such a deadbeat when the when you ask me I this, know
2: like, oh, I ask you this deadbeat. every week and I feel like I know there's things because so I see them but it's I it's know
0: positive. I don't know yeah just look out I post whatever I write and whatever's going on so yeah you don't just watch Real Housewives in um, New York right I mean it's so freaking boring this season I've tried to and I really can't get into it but I Top have, Chef oh top so good So Dude, wait, I know but it was so disappointing who was, won
2: Oh, because you wanted uh, uh, shows, uh, what's his name? Well, have you heard about Gabe?
0: Yeah, you guys,
2: Gabe, that was going to be one of my news stories, but it was so depressing was that a lot of women came forward that there was like, and now Padma is saying we should investigate this more. And it's so weird, like I would not have, like it's so weird how looks are based. Like I would not have expected it from that guy at all, you know?
0: Oh yeah, and it's like a bunch of people coming out about it. It's not like just one person or anything. It's very like...
2: But isn't that art? I was in an argument with my friend last night about louis ck and army hammer and all of these people you know and kevin spacey and he was just saying with the end of the day kevin Spacey didn't do anything illegal you know and it was a very interesting conversation Uh, you know he's a gay man and he was actually so it's these interesting conversations where you can be an art at food and still be a complete fucking creep you know
0: Yep, exactly, exactly. And it's just, it kind of puts a damper on the whole season because it was such a good season otherwise. And now it's like, it's such an exciting title to get. And it's like, he doesn't fucking know. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's, a it's a bummer. Well,
2: I would have just been curious if The Real House was in New York because Ebony K. Williams, who's the new cast member, I was having a D- DM conversation with. Uh, it's yeah. been a. I don't think it's been a rough season for her. It's been a rough season for New York, but she's taking a Oh, low,
0: Oh, Ryan, front, look but. who's behind you. Oh hey
2: dad come on in dad wait come say hi wait wait, wait. come oh did i lock it here
0: uh-huh, you locked here. it here
2: come come say hi to the audience this is sophie
0: hi this
2: is bill bailey say hi bill bailey no you don't have hi to bill bailey <laughs> yeah. hi bill bailey finish <laughs> up uh, the has been great
0: oh <laughs> 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 enjoy uh, nice, <laughs> nice to meet you Aww. Um,
2: wow, well, that's, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, hey, Williams was texting me and, uh, or DMing with me. And, uh, I was just because I want to, ha- I think she might come on the podcast and I am just, it, it, it's just very interesting to watch her deal with these other ladies. And I think it's like a suicide mission for her in some ways. It just, but the casting is off. It's it, like where oh, Beverly Hills works. And I love, crystal i don't know it's just weird and i'm trying to like yeah. really understand everything but like i bought my first james baldwin book this week because of ebony k williams because a real house in new york she brought it up around ramona and i was like ramona ain't buying that shit but i'm happy to learn about it but it yeah. still doesn't mean it's like an entertaining i don't know it's like I, I anyways we'll talk at another time about this you gotta get going my dad's wasted and um,
0: <laughs> Go uh, have fun with Bill.
2: okay well we gotta get all the families together at some point
0: Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm going to be in LA in two weeks. Oh shit. You guys,
2: uh, it is going to, it is going to go off. We're going to hear a yeah. teenage dirt bag. Wheatus at some, uh, underground
0: yes, at Davey Wayne's.
2: Yeah. By the way, if, uh, Mauricio, if you're listening, we're going to smoke with you in a couple weeks.
0: Yeah. See you then. Mo. Bye.
2: <laughs> Bye. Bye. Guys, that is another episode of So Bad, It's Good. Uh, Sophie killed it today. I know it was a little looser than usual, and of course we would both want it longer, but I had to get back to my drunk mom, and Sophie uh, has to get back to her week. So next week we will be doing a longer episode, because how do you not want to talk to her for three hours? But I promised something at the beginning. We are going to do a So Sad, It's Good um, the segment I used to do, I just uh, celebrating sad songs. And since I celebrated the song Weedus, a Teenage Dirtbag, earlier in the beginning, I would love to play one of my favorite covers of Teenage Dirtbag. And that is by an artist named Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe Bridgers. I am in love with Phoebe Bridgers. Her two albums are that she's released so far. She's so young and just so beyond her years. Her voice will crush you. It's always just the most beautiful sad that you could ever possibly imagine. And the way she covers this is just heart wrenching. Uh, One of my dreams is to be able to talk to her one day, even though I don't know what I would even begin to say. But I would love to share this song with you if you uh, if you want to listen. If not, I will talk to you guys Tuesday. Um, But uh, if you're down to listen, I think this is really good. And it's really sad. And we like that sometimes. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tuesday. Tomorrow, yeah, Tuesday. Bye.
3: Her name is Noel. I have a dream about her. She rings my bell. Got gym class in half an hour. Oh, how she rocks! and two socks but she doesn't know who i am and she doesn't
1: Batches.